Okay, so in today's podcast, I will be talking about some of the best PC parts and describing them for personal computers slash gaming PCs. Okay, so if we start with the CPU cooler, I've specifically chosen the NZXT Kraken X63. So the diameter is found at 80 millimeters and a height is found of 55 millimeters. Both the diameter and the height of the CPU cooler are mostly made out of the brass and plastic. Sadly, there is no fan control there because it consists of only one NZXT channel connector and has a 360 degree rotation orientation with 30 degree increments. The main material of the CPU is copper and plastic. Uh, the pump consists of a motor speed from 800 to 2800 plus minus 300 RPM. RPM, so what RPM basically means, it means that it is revolutions per minute with the power of 12 volts with 0.3 amperes. So for the radiator being the dimensions of 143 times 315 times the 40 millimeter, uh, which the main material of the whole um, radiator is aluminum. The CPU tube has a length of 400 millimeters and the main material consists of being uh, a rubber with a nylon sleeve. So basically, in other words, a nylon sleeve basically is like a fiber sleeve. The compatibility is with Intel and AMD. So for Intel, I've found that it's compatible with the socket LGAA. 1200 and it's also compatible with the socket LJ115X the same goes for the 1466, the 2011-3, the 2066 as for the AMD part it's co basically compatible with the um, AMD socket AM4, STRX4 and TR4 TR4 basically means Fred Ripper bracket which is not included in the processor okay so that was all for the cpu cooler now if we move on to the graphical processing unit i will mostly be talking about the amd graphics card uh, which is basically the amd radeon rx 6700 xt so the GPU's main name or the name w was Navi22. The variant of the GPU in full is the Navi22 XT215-127001. Uh, which basically means the process size is 7 nanometers and it has a 17 1200 uh, million transistors which is very good for a, like today's graphics card but now if i like go more in about the graphics card it was firstly released march 3rd 2021 and became available on march 18th 2021 
So basically the whole generation is Navi 2 and the predecessor of this graphics card or the predecessor of the Navi 2 graphics card was Navi uh, 1 or just Navi and the successor of the graphics card is Navi 3. So the starting price of this graphics card was 497 USD, uh, which converted to euros is like 460 something euros, which converted to um, British pounds. It's how should I say um, around 500 British pounds the clock speeds and the graphics card are so basically i'm gonna list the base clock game clock boost clock and memory clock okay so for the base clock it consists on 2.3 gigahertz so for the game clock it consists 2.4 gigahertz the boost clock is 2.5 to 2.6 gigahertz and the basic memory clock is 2 gigahertz with a 16 gigabytes per second efficiency so for the memory being that it's a 12 gigabyte memory type, which is GD, GDDR6, with the memory bus being 192 bits and the bandwidth of the whole graphics card is basically 385 gigabytes per second. Which means that that's very fast for like the main graphics card and the main bit. But then you also have to keep in mind that the graphical features uh, that it supports are basically DirectX. So for the DirectX, it supports DirectX 12 Ultimate and uh, OpenGL basically supports 4.6 and OpenCL basically supports 2.1. This is like basically it for this part, but... Mm, in like a short time we will be moving on to the memory bit of the podcast so stay tuned okay so for the third part that i have chosen is memory or random access memory or also known as ram the main memory color if anyone wants to know this is black with of course led uh, rgb lights um glowing on it so basically what RGB means, means three colors, red, green, blue. There's a single zone slash multi-zone for this memory slash RAM lighting with the dynamic multi-zone. So the main speed of the latency is 15 to 15 to 15 to 36. Um, I think it's megahertz, don't quote me on that, which is still kind of fast for this 16 gigabyte random access memory but the main speed for this part is basically 2133 megahertz which is around 2.1 gigahertz the spd voltage is 1.2 volts and the speed rating is pc for 28800 or 3600 megahertz or 3.6 gigahertz and the main starting price in usa was 314 usd and it's compatible with the intel 300 series intel 400 series intel 500 series intel 400 series intel 500 series i think i've said intel 400 series and 500 series twice by accident and AMD it's supportable with x57 570 sorry 
there is no there are no fans included uh, while the series of the RAM is Dominator Platinum RGB. Um, hmm, what have I forgotten to say? The the, the tested latency is. 18 to 19 to 19 to 39 and the package memory format is DIMM with the performance profile is XMP 2.0 with the package memory pin 288 with the heat spreader of being anodized aluminum and the speed rating is like I said already very good um, so that's it for um, this part of the memory part and in a few seconds we will be moving on to a new part or I should say the motherboard of the PC slash gaming PC slash um, podcast of parts that I think we could use slash are usable. For the next part I have chosen is the motherboard. The brand of the motherboard is MSI, which the main company MSI has very good motherboards and I think also RAM. It has a CPU socket which consists of an AM4 socket or is an AM4 socket. It's socket. It's most compatible device is a gaming console slash PC. Uh, the RAM memory technology is like DDR4 which is compatible with AMD 5th gen Ryzen processors which goes all the way up from I think Ryzen 3rd gen um, I5, 9, 7 and 3. Uh, the chipset type is basically also AMD and it's 570X and the memory speed is 2.6 gigahertz or 2666 megahertz the main platform it runs on it's windows 11 windows 11 or 10 uh, windows 11 has like some bugs for the graphics card but the main storage capacity of the no sorry not the graphics card but the motherboard is 128 gigabytes which is still quite a lot and um, the main name or the whole name of this motherboard is the MSI Prestige X570 Creation E-ATX. Okay, so this is it for the graphics card, not the graphics card, the motherboard. Now, in uh, two to three seconds, we will be moving on to the CPU, so see you later or you're gonna hear from me later okay so for the cpu i have chosen it's the um, intel core i9 11th gen or i9 uh, 11900h the main essentials are basically that the code name for this CPU is the Tiger Lake. In full version, it's products formerly Tiger Lake. For the main processor specifications is that it has eight cores. And with meaning that like each core has two total threads. 
So basically means if it would have two cores, it would have had four total threads. If it would have had three cores, it would have had six total threads. If it would have had four cores, eight. Uh, five cores, ten. Uh, six cores, 12, 7 cores, 14, and 8 cores, 16 total threads. The max audio turbo frequency is at 4.9 gigahertz, while the catch is at 24 megabytes uh, per second, and it's uh, known to be an Intel smart catch. So it basically means the Sierra Report bus has to basically be fast at 8 giga GT per second. So what GT slash slash S means, it's basically giga transfers per second. And now we are going to be moving on to the supplemental information. So for the supplemental information, there is a max memory size of 128 gigabytes. The memory types are up to 3200 mega transfers per second and the max number of channels is 2 while the max memory bandwidth is 51.2 gigabytes per second. So if we move on to the processor graphics it has an Intel UHD graphic for 11th gen and the base frequency is 350 MHz while the max dynamic frequency is 1.4 GHz or 1.45 GHz and the graphics output is EDP1.4B or DP1.4 or HDMI 2.0B while it supports DirectX and OpenGL. The max resolution for HDMI is 4096x2304 and the max resolution for the DP is 7680 x Both consisting of a refresh rate of 60Hz basically meaning that 60Hz is basically uh, the minimal the the screen can refresh or sorry no the most the screen can refresh at the time is basically uh, 60 hertz per second so now if we basically move on to the main storage of the pc or the pc storage i have chosen between i'm gonna talk about the ssd and the hdd for the ssd i have found the crucial p5 plus ssd which is basically a supercharged ssd where you can build the own p5 plus nvm tm ssd so uh, there is three different options so the first option is the 500 gigabyte ssd which is basically very fast for like having windows installed on it and of course your games that you usually play and the starting price consists of 108 usd so now if i move on to the two terabyte us one terabyte usd uh it's basically one time faster than the 500 gigabyte because it has more storage more um more um how should i say uh space to work with uh, and i think it's connected to ram so the starting price for this one is 180 usd and then for the two terabyte one is the crucial 
Central P5 Plus, which is basically the best USD you can get, which costs around uh, 368 USD. So uh, now if I talk a little bit about more specifications, it basically means that it deliver, delivers a remarkable speed and data protection with a sequential reads up to 6600 megabytes per second for a transformative computing engineered by Micron with the latest gen for NVMe technology. The crucial PA5 Plus includes advanced features like full hardware-based encryption, dynamic write acceleration, and adaptive thermal protection to keep your data safe while enhancing the system reliability. It's designed specifically for intensive workloads, high quality creative content, and hardcore gaming, or just in general gaming. The PA5 Plus is also backward compatible with most Gen 3 systems for ultimate flexibility. For the proven performance, it's basically when performance and reliability are critical, building your rig with our Micron Advanced NAND and PCIe 4.0 and VME TM technology, our Crucial P5 Plus is nearly two times on the power of four faster than our previous generation and boasts read, read speeds up to 6600 6, megabytes per second, like I've already said. And now if I talk a little bit more about the HDD, I have chosen for the Seagate HDD. So there is basically a form factor between a 2.5 inch and a 3.5 inch. So the company name is Seagate, but the version of the Seagate disc is Firecuda. It's perfect for PC gaming, high-performance PC, uh, Creative Pro applications, workstations, yara yara, that's 2.5 inch. The 3.5 inch, it's PC gaming, high-performance, and basically the same as the 2.5 inch. So the 2.5 inch has a capacity of 2 terabytes, 1 terabyte, 500 gigs, and the Fire Cuda 3.5 inch one has the capacity of two terabytes and one terabyte. So the Fire Cuda, the first, the both both 2.5 inch and 3.5 inch have um, a warranty of five years, which is still very good. The performance on the 2.5 inch and the 3.5 inch are basically, how should I say this, uh, five times faster than the standard HDDs. The key features are faster boot times. So for the Z height on the Fire Cuda 2.5 inches, uh, seven millimeters, while the 3.5 inch has a desktop or desktop related storage only. Um, like I said, the limited warranty is five years. Uh, related products are also laptop SSHD, laptop fin SSHD, SSHD, and the capacity related products. Looked. Me up in one motion. In seven days, then, of course, the top podcast. In seven days.